Assalamu alaikum. Happy Sunday. Welcome to another episode of the Millennial Podcast hosted by Damaji, who is me. I'm back again. Uh, sorry about last week. It's why I took a mental health break and also I had too many things to talk about, so it's kind of hard to just make it a 50 minute or whatever, how long it is, uh, podcast. But this week, uh, I actually had a theme pick, which is loyalty. I'll talk about that next week, because, like, some things have happened that just made me completely abandon that idea and just talk about my week instead. So I'll start with what just happened. Um, I woke up. I didn't make up my mind. I went to the washroom before I finally fell asleep, and I basically closed the door, and then... I didn't think anything about it, and then after I was done using the washroom, I tried to open the door, and it was stuck, so I was like, whatever, this handle's been a bit off recently, so it happens sometimes, so then I tried using, like, extra strength, and I kind of ripped half the handle off, so I was a bit panicked, but I figured, like, it's not completely off, so I can still basically um, open the door. And then I thought it would be funny to, like, post it on uh, Facebook. No, Facebook, Instagram. So I was making some, like, Instagram stories. And then I was messaging one of my friends, too, and he suggested just break off the handle. So I broke off the handle completely. And then I tried to open the door again, and it was, like, not working. So I just figured I would just probably, like, take a shower and record it up episode of the podcast while I was stuck in the washroom thinking it was a funny story but then I realized my phone only had like 4% battery and sometimes it drains a lot while I'm using applications so I'm like I have to get the fuck out of here so my friend told me to put the crank back in did not know what that was so I just took the entire handle tried to put it back then took out the long stick that comes out with the handle put it back unlocked it and yeah finally opened turned the door so I'm currently out of the washroom and not recording inside or on my toilet but yeah i took a shower and just kind of relaxed while i was inside tried not to panic too much and overall it wasn't super bad experience being trapped somewhere but i'm curious to know from you guys what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done at 5 a.m at night because that's probably mine to be honest and yeah Moving on, uh, this week was super fucking stressful for me because my bank basically only gave me access to my money on Thursday. And I've had money come in through direct deposit since Monday. So you can imagine how I felt for those four days. And I'll explain in a bit more what happened. So I bank with a banking uh, company, like one of those online ones. In Canada, I'm also not going to say the name because this is a podcast and it's still my bank. But they basically don't offer support through the phone. It's only through an in-app uh, chat system. And it's one of those automated uh, systems unless you ask to speak with a specialist. And then it takes like up to an hour to get a response. So I'm basically trying to just do an e-transfer to my other account. And then also add my virtual debit card onto my Google wallet because what happened was that I was a victim of fraud uh, last weekend, I think. So I I filed one of those complaints 
not complaints, disputes online. And in order for you to file one, you have to agree to have your card canceled and you want sent to you, which takes up to 10 business days. So sometimes it's longer, sometimes, sometimes it's shorter, but up to 10 business days, so like two weeks. And I knew I had another bank card, so I just figured I'll just send e transfer when I get my money and be done with that. But then I finally got my money. I see it in the account after waiting for so long. And then I realized I can't even send e-transfers because I just got a new phone and it says I can't verify the device unless I check my email. And the email I used to sign up for the bank, like this app, was my old email, which I lost access to like last year sometime. So I just figured I'll do an update email. Um search at the the chat support chat but then they weren't really helping me and i couldn't update it so i was literally talking to an agent for four days from monday to thursday once every hour and i just want to say shout out to erin she took up a lot of my time and probably got a lot of my passive aggressive texts but she actually did end up helping me at the end and she was able to help me get a sick uh, reimbursement fee for the plan I played because I was ready to cancel and just walk on this bank. But she actually ended up helping me stay with them and made me actually happy to bank with them. So it took a lot longer than usual to get your stuff done without a phone chat. But at the end of the day, it all worked out. So I'm happy and I don't want to ruin my mood about the bank. So I'm just going to leave it at that. So the third thing is still ongoing and I don't give a fuck if they hear what they have to say because they fucked me over and I still haven't got my money but Kraken um yeah that app is terrible if you're trying to buy Bitcoin just don't do it in the first place but if you are and you like that shit that's fine um I'm not gonna actually make you do anything but just don't use Kraken Kraken is the worst fucking app ever and basically I made a huge deposit of like a some money, I'm not really comfortable saying out in public, and I was able to withdraw it right away the first time because I panicked after I bought it, and then I was more comfortable knowing that withdrawals actually worked, so I put the same amount of money back in, even a bit more, and then I just did my thing, got some Bitcoin, um, and some other uh, USDT, so the cryptocurrency, and then when I was finally ready to make a withdrawal, suddenly the app stops working. And I'm freaking out, reading all about it online, about hogging my withdrawals back. And then I realized that, oh, the app just crashed and there's a problem with withdrawals. And it'll just happen, it just happened to be that day. I just figured like, okay, it's not, not that bad, it's all, I'll just wait. But then uh, on November 3rd, which was on Friday, I received an email, sorry, on Saturday, I received an email like 4 a.m., right, like five minutes after I actually was able to get the withdrawal processed, that my account was getting closed down and I have uh, 72 hours to, uh, you know, make my withdrawals, sell my crypto, and export all my trades um, to a file because they won't have, I wouldn't have access to it. So I felt whatever, I was going to like, literally delete this app anyway so i'm glad i got closed and i actually did ask for an account closed thinking that could help them make my job faster but 
these motherfuckers still have my withdrawal on hold. It's been literally over 24 hours now since I originally got an email from them saying that withdrawal is being processed. And I can still see it says on hold when I go to the transaction history. And I now have about uh, 24 hours until my account is deleted. And I still have not received any of the money that I made from using the website or any of the money I even put in because I had I got charged a lot of fucking fees while using that app, and yeah, it stressed me out, but I'm trying to do things to take my mind off it, This is basically what I did all weekend, because I had no money to spend after waiting all week, finally to have money to spend, so yeah, it's been a pretty stressful week for me, not in terms of not having money, just not being able to access money, and then literally then having no money because it got tied up in a Bitcoin scam, so yeah, Long story short, um, don't invest money you are not willing to lose into cryptocurrency because sometimes you may deal with an app such as Kraken, uh, that's spelled K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken. Yeah, I've been leaving them a terrible Google review after this and filing a complaint once it's over. But yeah, don't use that app. It is not good. The customer service actually continually um, tells me that just the email, I try calling them as well, and now the, they, the system is so like automatic, they know my phone number, my cell phone, and the wait times are like up to an hour on the phone, so I'm not comfortable using anyone else's phone but mine, and the system is so automatic that it sends me a, a text now saying I have an open order, and so when I call, they just put me on hold forever, and then if I request a call back, they just don't call me back. And I've spoken to only two people from the company. And each of them basically said, I'll write you a ticket and you get an email. And when that first happened, I got an email saying my account was closed down. And when I called back again, I just never got a reply. So I've sent, like, nonstop emails um, today. And I was thinking of sending one more right now um, before... I actually go to sleep, but I'm afraid that if I keep sending emails, it's going to ignore me. And I just think they're trying to wait it out so that if I don't withdraw my money before my account gets closed in like 24 hours, um, they might just keep all my money. So that is really stressing me out, and I just wanted to put it out there and talk about it. Um, yeah, the most ironic thing as well is that the email they sent to me after they told me like, my account's getting closed, they give all these like helpful tips and advice about how not to get scammed, and I kind of not trust different companies and stuff. I'm like, this is the biggest scam of a company in the fucking world. Like, how can you talk somebody's account got deleted and then say it's due to security reasons? We can't even tell you why it's deleted. I'm just like, Obviously, when I just keep my money and not allow me to do withdrawals and just screw people over, that's why you deleted my account and you're not putting my first withdrawal on hold. It's my second, knowing that my account's going to get deleted in 72 hours. And then all the messages keep saying the hold is automatic 72-hour hold or 7-day hold. And I'm just, like, freaking out because now I don't understand why I even did this in the first place and why I'm being treated like an asshole when... I literally have done nothing wrong to this company. Never even said a bad word about them. Been cordial in all my uh, replies and emails and uh, chats. I just naturally want my money. Because when you invest something, 
that you actually work for. And it's not like, yeah, like I have a job. I use my money, I use money for my job for this. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting flustered. I'm going to stop talking about it. Um, but yeah, that is basically what happened to me this week. And uh, two of them ended uh, up nicely. And one is still ongoing. So hopefully by next week, when I post again, um, I'll have an update. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, as promised, I will have guests back on uh, after next week. It'll be another solo show. But yeah, if you want to be a guest on my podcast, please DM me on Instagram. Uh, that's at MillennialPod. M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L dot P-O-D pod. And hit me up or you can email me. Um, my email address is OladamejiWilliam. Three zero at gmail dot com. That's Ola Demeji O L A D I M E J I William W I L L I A M. The numbers three and zero at gmail dot com. So if you if you or anyone you know is interested in being a cast, obviously instead of being oh my god, it's, it's so fucking late. If any one of you is interested in being a guest on my podcast, please let me know. I can provide Zoom links or a link to my podcast for a Spotify link. And we can do it virtually or we can meet up if you want to talk in person and prefer that instead. I am falling asleep and I don't want to wake up because I'm stressed out. So that's it for the, the week. Hope you all have a great evening the rest of the week. And take care. Bye.